What's up everyone, Dylan Vanis here. I just sat down with the real Jason Duncan on his show, The Root of All Success. And wow, what a great conversation. You know, I've done a lot of podcasts, but just listening to the way that uh, Jason goes ahead and actually interviews me, he's having uh, awarenesses and able to understand things in my life that was, I've been able to draw out and talk about things literally never talked about. We talked about flying squirrels, how I made a million dollars selling flying squirrels. And uh, I don't think there's a single show I've been on where we go in depth on how I did it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we just talked about some other cool stuff, our philosophy around content creation and building a brand. So uh, Jason's a stud, glad to have you guys here and hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the root of all success with the real Jason Duncan, a podcast that explores how the world's most powerful entrepreneurs unlocked success and how their stories can help you do the same. A successful educator turned entrepreneur, Jason has built multi-million dollar businesses that have been featured in Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine. His life's mission now is helping entrepreneurs live what he calls hashtag the exit lifestyle. Introducing TEDx speaker, mastermind leader, author, entrepreneur, cigar aficionado, motorcycle enthusiast, and host of the root of all success, the real Jason Duncan. The The real real Jason Jason Duncan. Duncan. Welcome back to another show. I am the real Jason Duncan. You can call me JD. I've got Dylan Venus on the show today. Funny story. I'm going to tell about how I became aware of who he is, but I'm not going to give it away in the intro. I'm actually going to talk about it in the show. So just wait. It's going to be one of the first things I talk about in the show. But let me tell you a bit, a little bit about who this guy is. He's the founder and CEO of one of the most successful digital marketing agents, marketing agencies out there. It's called Agency Box. We're going to talk about that. What he does is he provides white label services for digital agencies. So if you're an agency owner, this is definitely some guy you need to know. He also has a company, co-founder of a company called Mindful Agency uh, that helps personal brands do content creation and management, PR, book writing, podcasting, social media services, web development, branding, all that kind of stuff. And we're going to talk a little bit about that too. And he's going to reveal something called audience hacking. And he's going to talk a little bit about how to do that. But he's been featured in major outlets like Fox and ABC and Yahoo, uh, Inc. He's also got his own column on, on entrepreneur.com. He's only 29 years old and he's made millions of dollars, sold mil- 20, I think he said $20 million worth of stuff that he sold online. And he started this agency just three years ago. But he started off selling sugar gliders, which absolutely blows my mind. Um, I don't want to give too much of the story away, so you just got to listen to the whole show. Uh, but this guy has really, really pretty amazing dude at his age uh, for what he's been able to accomplish. So please help me welcome Dylan Venus to the show. Hey, Dylan, welcome to the show, my man. What's up, dude? Thanks for having me. Uh, we just found out this found out this right before the show started. We talked about this pre-show is that on my Instagram on reels. I just did a react video to one of your reels. Um, and di- I didn't have a clue who you were when I did it because my team just sent it to me and said, do this react video. And I did it I actually got some pretty good views. I mean, more than, <laughs> more than my average, I guess. And then when I was prepping for today, I looked you up and like, Oh, that's that dude. I did the react video. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't say anything bad about you. <laughs> uh, dude, that's, that's funny. I, maybe I should do a react to your react. You know, when are we going to get to the double reacts? We got to get to the double. We got to react to the react to the react. I, there's got to, the react videos seem to be popping right now, man. Everywhere. Those seem to be doing really, really 
What one of my buddies, he's in the he's in like the finance space. He's a finance YouTuber, and he does these uh, these videos where he'll watch another video, and uh, he jokes about it being the infinite monetization loop because then he'll do he'll have his girlfriend do a reacting to his reacting, and they just like have this infinite monetization loop, which is funny. Um, but I think in a world where we're trying to figure out how the heck do we make enough content to satisfy that, like the social media algorithms, uh, that's kind of like one of the default things. Oh, let's just do a reaction video. Well, they seem to be working, at least for my audience. They, they I, I get a lot of views on those, probably twice as many on those and in interactions than I do with just me talking on a, on a video. But, you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm still trying to figure out this social media game like like anybody else is but you know this is your this is your life i mean you've got a digital marketing agency you also help people build digital marketing agencies so let's let's go back in time a little bit and tell me when you first became aware of that you wanted to be an entrepreneur and you said okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna do this agency thing what when did that happen for you dude i i, uh, I woke up i was i was 30 seconds old coming out of my mom's, you know, getting birth. And I said, mom, I want to be a digital marketing agency owner. And she says, go for it, son. And, uh, no, and we high five, I, you know, halfway out, I'm high fiving her. <laughs> uh, no, dude. So, uh, my, so I went to university and, uh, I was playing college soccer. So like, it's great experience. Um, but I started the business in college. And so I dropped out. My, I come from a family of dentists. My dad's a dentist. His dad is a dentist. So naturally, Dylan's supposed to be a dentist. But something about like looking inside people's mouths all day just wasn't really my vibe. <laughs> so uh, when I told my dad, hey, guess what? I'm going to drop out. He basically didn't talk to me for like six months. And um, uh, now he's one of my biggest supporters, which is awesome. And I'm a huge supporter of him. He was, you know, uh, he was... 300 pounds overweight and now he's running Ironman triathlete. So we're both, you know, we're uh, triathlon. So we're both fans of each other now, which is cool. But um, point being, I, I started my first business in college and uh, I was like, dude, get, dad, give me a year to be financially successful. And I'll, and if not, I'll go back to college. Well, I didn't go back to college. Actually, I did go back and I did, I did it online. And then I dropped out a second time just because I wanted to be a two-time college dropout. So, <laughs> uh, so my first business was, Probably the weirdest business. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is in a second here, but I have to preface it by saying it's probably the weirdest business you'll ever hear of being told. And uh, if you're not sure about that, um, I was selling. Uh, do you know what a, a sugar a sugar glider is? Yeah, the squirrel thing, like the squirrel yeah, fly. Yeah. <laughs> so I sold them. I was a sugar glider salesman. Uh, I took over. I'm from Canada originally, so I took over Canada. Had sales teams all across the country. I was tra I was driving bro a broken down 1990s ambulance. You had to start with a screwdriver from city to city, popping up little you know little booth and educating people about them and selling them. <laughs> and that was my life for four years. What? Okay, yeah. yeah, you're right. That is the weirdest business I've ever had anybody talk about on the show. Sugar glider <laughs> sales salesman. Okay, all right, you win. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I made like a million dollars my first year and a half doing it. And, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, my, my, I mean, no one really believed, like believed it at the time, but my first week literally doing it, I made like 20 grand. So I, I, you know, I, I got started, I bought all my branding, all my marketing stuff on, on credit card debt. I'd never had a credit card before, but I just went to the bank and, and like got as much credit cards as I could. I think they gave me like 40K in credit cards. 
And I was just like, heck yeah. So I just expensed everything on that, made it back like almost all of it the first week. And I was like, I'm off to the races. So it was just pretty much as far as business goes, like it was doing pretty well financially. But imagine this, you're 21 year old Dylan. You just dropped out of college. Um, I was playing college soccer, like, you know, pretty good life. Like, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, my, my parents, when I dropped out of college, it's like, well, guess what, Dylan, like you don't get to live here anymore. Uh, you don't get to have anything paid for anymore. You've got to figure it out yourself. And coming from a pretty comfortable lifestyle where it's like, I got to figure out all my shit myself. Uh, I, uh, I had to do that. So I learned more in the first six months of running that business than I did in three years of college. And, uh, I figured out what life is about. <laughs> so, so what, I mean, how does one come across the idea of selling animals? Like, I don't even understand how that happens. And that specific animal, a sugar glider, I mean, what, how did that even come up? Was that a Craigslist ad that you answered? I mean, what happened? <laughs> you know, I was uh, 30 seconds born out of my mom's womb. And I oh, come on. No, I actually had a mentor that, uh, so when I was 16, I went to this, like this youth success camp. I didn't know. I thought it was going to be like a party. Um, my parents shipped me out to California for a week to go to this, this leadership camp. And uh, I met Basically, I learned these things called core values, goal setting, time management. As a 16-year-old, I started reading Think and Grow Rich and all this stuff. That's really honestly what changed my life. I was, I was going down the wrong path. That helped me go down the right path. But um, uh, I guess uh, I, one of the guys I met there, crazy successful dude, was like, hey, I have this, <laughs> this business I've been running here in the United States. Uh, no one's done it in Canada before. Like, Do you want to be the guy to do it in Canada? And I was like, sure. So he mentored me, held my hand through every step of the process. And uh, that was how I created that business. That is, that's great. How much does a sugar glider cost? Uh, uh, about 600 bucks. 600. Uh, it includes like a cage and food and supplies and stuff, but they're better off in pairs. So typically you'd buy a second one, you know, for three or 400 bucks, so maybe a thousand bucks for two. So, and they're essentially free because you're raising them yourself. Like you're just, they're <laughs> multiplying. So you're have a hundred percent margin on this, and, but, but a million dollars, Dylan, a million dollars of sugar gliders. Are you kidding uh, so, so imagine this, right? Uh, the, the, the model was, uh, because you can't ship them. How do you get in front? How do you get them to people? Well, what the traditional model of pet sales is, let me open a pet shop up and hope people come to me. It's like the, the movie Field of Dreams. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. With a pet shop, that's not really the case. So we would travel to events that were high uh, attendance events, pretty much anywhere where we could go, like trade shows, pet shop, pet shows, dog shows, state fairs. And we would just set up a booth and I would just have like two or three of them with me and be like, look, guys, this is what it is. This is what they do. Talk about it. I'm talking to 10,000 people a weekend, right? You know, imagine, imagine you go to like a home show or a pet show, you know, there's 20,000 people that come to the event in the weekend, 10,000 of them walk past my booth at some point, they see something they've never seen before. They're curious about it. Um, and so uh, I had three sales teams at the, at the peak, you know, one, one team at a different event every single weekend, we'd all go meet at the one hub, resupply, and then go back on the road every week. This is insane. So do you have a, do you have a sugar glider still to this day or no? Uh, no, no, I don't. Um, I, I thought about do, getting a couple more uh, for it'd be interesting for content, just like having them walk around on me while I'm shooting a video. But um, 
you know, I travel a lot and I just think that it's, you know, having dogs is hard, you know, hard enough. And, uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that's, that was unexpected. So now you got, you got sugar glider empire firmly established. <laughs> did you sell it? Did you sell out? Did, how did you get out of that business? So I'll tell you this, the, that business is, uh, is okay. So short answer is, uh, no, I didn't sell it, but, uh, but here's the interesting thing about that business. Every single week was a roller coaster of new emotions and new, new stuff happening. Imagine you're, you have 45 living creatures that are on the, in your possession at any given time. And I had, uh, you know, one of my vans, like the wheel fall off before. And I'm like in the, in the, the snowing, like ice cold Canada, imagine like as North as you can go, it's snowing, wheel falls off. I'm like, what the heck do I do? I have 45 living things I have to hitchhike with. Right. So, um, the business is it's, it, it was a great learning opportunity for me, but, um, I also think like these are living creatures, you know, like, I don't know if, I don't know if I should be out selling hundreds of these things, you know, getting them into the hands of people every single month. And so I, 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 I one of the people who was on my team, I let her kind of take over and, and, and take things forward, but it wasn't something where I sold it. Well, so you're, you're, you've now got Agency Box and you're the co-founder also of Mindful Agency. So you're, you're, it looks like to, from all appearances, you're firmly established in the digital marketing space now. So that's a long cry from selling <laughs> sugar gliders. <laughs> so so just, just to answer your original question, how did I decide to go to digital marketing? Yeah, I'm sitting on on a pile of not a lot of cash, but enough cash like I could live for a year, year and a half. And, um, and I'm like, what the heck do I do? I don't want to be in traveling in a different city every single week. I don't want to be selling animals. Like it just, it, it, I, it was, a, I was over that part, point in my life. And so I'm just like, what are the things I enjoy doing? I enjoy, um, psychology and what's one of the best levels of, of, of being able to understand psychology is being able to, how to sell stuff, how to market stuff, how to persuade people through communication. And uh, so I was like, I, you know, I, I, I don't know where the day one idea came from, but I was like, I like marketing. Why don't I just try to sell advertising services? I'm good at social media. You know, I know how to do this stuff. And so I just started going on Upwork and like and prospecting and telling the network, hey, I want a marketing agency now. And uh, that's kind of how that evolved. And so now uh, Agency Box, from what I can see, is your, your, your role there with Agency Box is you're actually being a white label solution for 4,500 digital marketing agencies to provide their services to their clients, right? So you went from, Hey, I'll do it for you to I'll show people how to do it for other people. Yeah. 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 Good, good observation on that. Yeah. That's pretty, uh, well succinct, succinctly well, said. And that's where you make money. I mean, you can make money doing something, but if you can teach other people how to do it, you make more money and a bigger impact. That, that's my goal as a coach. You know, I'm a coach, speaker, author, podcaster. Like I could go, continue to start businesses and I own several, but I can continue to start businesses and I do do well during that, but I can make a bigger impact if I'm teaching other people how to run successful businesses, have better lives. So from an agency standpoint, you can go do marketing for people or you can show other people how to do marketing agency. So from your perspective, do you get more fulfillment out of doing the agency work itself or helping people do their agency work? It all, it's always helping supporting people, right? My, uh, the first guy ever was my first student ever. Uh, he, uh, 
uh, he just passed his million dollar mark. It took him three and a half years to do it, three years to do it. Uh, but he just passed it last week. He came out to Vegas. We celebrated a little bit. And uh, he's like, dude, I'm credible now. Let me, I want to be a coach. He's like, I've actually done it now. And so I'm bringing him in. I'm going to create create a, a him, him as a part of uh, some of the stuff we do. And he's going to become get plugged into the systems and become one of our coaches. But um, I, I know that the evolution of most people, it's like once even my mentors, like I have billionaire guys that are billionaires that are mentors. Like, why does the billionaire want to mentor Dylan for free? Well, the reason why is because once you've achieved a certain level of success, what's left is just to give back and create a legacy. So well, I enjoy, I enjoy everything, but I, I really do enjoy helping people. So is that, so agency box from the way I can understand. So agency box is the white label. I'll help digital marketing agencies do their services. But mindful yeah. agency seems to be like a little, that's completely different. Tell, tell everybody what mindful agency does. Let's take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors for making this podcast possible. As an entrepreneur, I know that you have to deal with sales on a regular basis. I mean, every entrepreneur does. And if you aren't paying attention to sales as an entrepreneur, you're not going to be an entrepreneur for very long. But I've got a sponsor of this show called Dub that helps you bring the personal back to sales. If you want to figure out how to improve content creation, improve client trust, uh, improve your sales process, decrease the sales cycle, because we all know time kills deals. If you want to increase client bookings and increase conversions, you need to take a look at Dub. There's a special offer for Dub for listeners to the Root of All Success at therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub, and that's D-U-B-B. What Dub does, I've been using this for years. I'm a huge fan, and I'm so honored that they're our uh, primary sponsor of the podcast, but they have helped over 60,000 businesses around the world communicate better, to make sales easier, to make sales more personal. And it's built, Dub is built for growing teams. I mean, you can set up video emails, you can set up custom onboarding, you can do admin reporting, uh, anything you need around video and sales and automation, Dub is there. You can try Dub now. Your conversions to sales are waiting. All you got to do is go to therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub. And there you're going to get two weeks for free to try Dub. Plus, you're going to get 50% off your first two months of Dub. You can't, you can't beat that. So go check it out. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub. 40 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had your business in the yellow pages. You remember those things? <laughs> and 30 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had a door-to-door -door salesman. 20 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had a website. And today, you're not in business unless you're doing social media content. Am I right? Social media content. Social media content in the form of like micro content, which is 30 to 60 second spots on Instagram Reels or TikTok or YouTube Shorts. That's the way business is done. As a matter of fact, that may be how you found out about this podcast or me as a business coach. This medium that we're using today to communicate what we do is vitally important. And just recording yourself isn't enough. You've got to do it right. And my friends over at Story 
do it right. And one of the problems with doing it wrong is that you sit around thinking, well, what the heck am I going to record? How, what am I going to say? How am I going to say it? Like, I don't know what to talk about. Well, story takes all of that away from you. Stop wasting time trying to come up with content because story will send you a video prompt on what to record. You can pick the categories you want to record in, whether it's real estate, entrepreneurship, finance, relationship, leadership, life insurance. It could be anything. Don't waste time on that. And by the way, if you're not confident in talking on video or if the video editing portion takes up way too much of your time, Story will edit the videos to perform well on social media. They add the subtitles, the pop-ups, the zoom cuts. They remove all the filler words like uh and um and uh. They remove the awkward pauses. And then they take that video and post it for you. They write the captions, they add the relevant hashtags, and they post it on the platforms that you care about the most. It's exactly what you need to be in business today and to be successful at it. So if you want to learn how to do social media the way the influencers do, you need to go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story. And that story with two Y's. Why? Because they're awesome. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story, that's S-T-O-R-Y-Y, for 10% off your first three months to try Story out. You're going to thank me later. Thanks for listening to our sponsors. Now, back to the show. Yeah, Mindful Agency, we grow, we grow personal brands. That's kind of like the main thing we do. Uh, thought leaders, uh, anyone who wants to develop their personal brand, we, uh, we have... so. Uh, I've done uh, over $20 million in sales uh, online between my companies and I've and I've worked with some of the largest people, the largest personal brands in the space. And the thing that I've done is I help create offers, help create online uh, products. So I figured out a system on how to grow a personal brand while at the same time monetizing it, selling products, selling offers. And so that way you can become a thought leader, but not have to be, not have it be an expense on the balance sheet, but rather be something that can be at best profitable, at worst break even. And so with mindful agency, I guess the roundabout way of saying it, so we'll go out, we'll help people get uh, develop their story, we'll help people get featured in the media, we'll help them grow their following, and then we'll help them create offers that they sell on the back end and, and monetize off of. So the media piece, you've got to cut your own column in entrepreneur.com and you've been on you've been major outlets like Fox, ABC, and Yahoo. Is that is that part of what you're helping uh, people like me do as a personal brand? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get people featured in the media. Uh, we, uh, you know, we have partnerships with like, we have contributors at the, at the public uh, publications that, you know, feature our clients. Um, but it's also part of a, you know, a whole battle plan. It's like, what, what's your mission with what you're trying to do? Uh, press is definitely helps with that. Getting a little bit of authority, like even in, you know, your podcast intro talks about some of the things you've been featured in Inc, you know, and it is important to have that stuff. So the way I look at personal branding is there's three things. I'll give you the short answer. On the bottom is authority. People don't really care about, people just generally won't care about you unless they think that you're worth caring about. So let's establish that authority. You need to grow your following. You need to be over like at least 10,000 followers on social media. You need to have a personal brand website. You need when people Google you, there's press articles about you so that you're at least known, right? Secondly, then you start to go into like, what are you saying? What's the content you're actually creating? And what are you talking about? And what's the thing you're trying to share with the world? Which is where you start going and posting content, uh, creating video. Really, like right now, it's video, short form video content. Um, and then at the top is, is, um, is building an audience. So it's really hard to build an audience in 
2023 on social media, even, you know, as we move to 2024, it's going to continue to be hard. So what's the solution? I call it audience hacking. What it is is you find every single way possible to tap into other people's audiences and, and, and borrow from it. This is the exact same strategy that helped me do tens of millions of dollars in, in sales online by actually partnering with other people and, and having them promote my products and stuff like that. But here's the thing is with social media, we talked about it earlier. You're literally doing it. You're like, dude, there's some reason these, these reaction videos do so well. Why is that? Your audience hack. You're taking someone who's got a familiar, either they, they're a familiar face. Let's say Alex Hermosi. Everyone seems to uh, you know, know him right now. He's blowing up. Or, or you're just taking someone who's creating good content that's going viral and you're piggybacking off something that already worked. So there's other ways to do it, but that's kind of the strategy is pod, you know, podcasting, collaborative posts. These are the ways where your audience hack. So audience hacking or borrowing other people's audiences, which is the same thing. What is your, what's your kind of secret sauce? I mean, you run a really successful agency. You're watching people do it. I mean, I've got your website pulled up here on the other screen and I'm seeing people like Mr. Beast, Alex Ramosi, Gary V, Brad Lee, Grant Cardone. I mean, I'm seeing Sean Cannell. Like I'm seeing these people. So how are you hacking their audiences? There's Patrick, but David, like I'm seeing these people that are showing, how are you being able to do that? What's the secret sauce to make that happen? Uh, so, uh, I'll give you, I'll give you like two. So one, uh, we do partnerships. So where if we're getting in someone in front of someone else's audience, so I don't know if you have like a, like, I don't know if you're open about how your email list size or how big your email list is, but let's say you were, I have a small email list, a couple thousand or less. Okay. So that's, I mean, that's not terrible, right? Let's say you're like, Hey, Hey, I think, uh, you know, my audience could use some of, or I think my products would be valuable for your audience. I'll go to you and I'll we'll just do a promo. You'll just blast your email list with a, you know, we'll do a free, we'll do a call like this. We'll do a, a free tra a training, a Q and a, some, some kind of free value add for your community where it's a win for them and you, because you look like a God, you're bringing value. And then anyone that wants to buy from me on the back end, I'll give you a kickback up. And, and so that's, that's one thing we do. Um, and, but I always lead, lead with service, lead with value, um, before any of the other stuff. Um, secondly is, uh, is, um, so, uh, I, so I've done this before. This is what I've, I do before, uh, where we actually take people who have events or have some kind of platform where they're reaching a lot of people and we just create a partnership with them. So uh, I'll give you an example. There's a crypto company that, uh, that's a client of ours and they have a pretty big audience of people that are business owners because their crypto product has to, happens to be do with business. And so what we're doing is we're doing free press for them in exchange for them integrating us into their application and being a, a preferred partner. And so just looking for people and you, you can also do this in the event space, right? I've actually partnered with events in the past, done all the marketing for the event pro bono just to be able to speak on stage and pitch my product. So that's the, that's the idea is lead with service, add value, see where you can uniquely help, but then find a way to like actually get in front of, of other people's real audiences. And so you've, you started this agency how long ago? Uh, so, so, uh, this, what it is now is three years old, but I originally was like the dude selling lead gen to real estate agents. <laughs> Well, in three years to have, I'm, I'm looking at this video. I mean, you've got all the people that I know that are doing major things right now in the personal branding space or digital marketing space, video space, et cetera. 
grow with video? Is that your event? Is that, is that your event or was that? Uh, so we did a partnership. So that was a, a partnership that we did on, uh, on the event. So that's Sean's event. Okay. Uh, Sean Candle's event, but we did a partnership, um, that year where is one of the things I described. Well, so now are you doing that with mindful agency? So do you go to a real Jason Duncan? You say, man, we're going to do this event with you. We're going to show you how to do it. Is that, is that what a mindful agency is doing for other people? I think the core of what we do is we, you know, we take, we take, so, so depending on where you're at, right? If you're, you're, you have no personal brand, we help you establish the authority. If you already have authority, we'll help you develop the content. What are you saying? How are you saying it? Where is it being distributed? And if you have both of those, we'll help you develop the third layer, which is audience hacking, get in front of audiences, building audiences. Um, I, uh, events are so much work like events, like that event was an eight, eight month process of my team's work. You know, to talk, talk about taking two or three people making 50K a year and just allocating them only to this project, right? Like you don't make money on events uh, on the front end. All of that money on events comes to the back end. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't particularly recommend events unless you have a really strong desire for it. Yeah, I, um, so it's funny that you mentioned that. So in, with my personal brand, um, what I did this year is I started, I've done, I've done webinars like every two weeks, high value webinar where I bring somebody like you on and we do 90 minute deep tactical dive live webinars. And then I got a, my assistant says, you know, you know, when you speak in front of people, you usually pick up clients, people like you, you know, getting in front of people live is better. So we started doing these live events, one, like one, well, not even one day, like two or three hour events. And we'd sell low ticket, you know, to get people in the door. We did those. Well, now those are went so well, at least in our opinion, next year, 2024, we're going to do four two day events. And I don't know if I'm, if I'm just a glutton for punishment, but I really enjoy the live interaction and bringing in guests to come and do it. So I've already got one pretty high level dude that's agreed to come in and do my two day event with me in March. Uh, I just interviewed another guy on my podcast before talking to you who wants to come in and do a live event. He's got a very interesting perspective on how he does things, but, but my, the agency that I've been working with wants me to do those events centered around my content and bringing outside people to kind of support it. So it's kind of like audience hacking, like what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's the right idea, but that's what I'm working on. Cause I think from an authority standpoint, I have a book, you know, it's bestseller, but I've, I haven't been in Forbes and all that. I have been on Inc magazine and entrepreneur magazine with my other companies, but not this content. I'm pretty consistent, but I'm still don't have that audience yet, man. So that's what I'm working on. Yeah. And, and I think that's a good strategy. Um, so events is in-person stuff is like the pinnacle because you have people who get to paid to travel there, paid to the ticket to be there, whatever it is. So it's like, that really is the best of the best, but the way to really, so by throwing your own events, you become the Mecca of you can bring in all these people and look, most thought leaders want to speak at an event. Like most people aren't going to say no, they'll even heck pay their own travel, their own airfare just to, you know, speak there and get a couple cool shots for social media, um, which is cool. But uh, on, on that end, it's like you get, it's a good way to build a network and connect with people. The way that you expand to new audiences, new networks is really to get on other people's stages because now it's an audience that you haven't, like the people you're selling to the event are probably people on your list in your ecosystem, people you're running ads to. So it's like, it's, it's your community. It's cool. Like, I think it's great, but I think that, you know, find the other audiences and, and yeah. 
Agreed. Agreed. I, I, and you know, and that's that one thing I haven't yet figured out how to crack the code is I've spoken at a lot of events. I had 26, uh, gigs this year, but they were mostly really small. A lot of those were my own events, but I need to figure out how to get on more events because uh, on more stages, because that's where the, the authority and the audience kind of come together at the same time. Plus you're getting content. So it's kind of your little three tier system all wrapped into one thing when you get in. So I think that's genius, man. Um, we just got to figure out how to get sugar gliders worked into all of this. <laughs> Dude, you just come out on a stage and they all just fly into your arms. Like that, you can, that could be your dude. That could be your your uh, little uh, mascot, man. I think that's cool. So, well, congrats on your success, man. I mean, you're you're killing it. You're doing really really well, and your social media presence is really good because I know that we had this scheduled between your agency and mine. How I don't know how we got connected originally, but to for me to have done that react video and then you end up on the show, it's like, oh, well, this is kind of cool. I, I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> well, let me ask you some success questions, Dylan. So if you you know, you've been extremely successful. You're a young guy. I don't know how old you are. You, you look like you're not still in your tw- you're still in, in your twenties, man. Are you still in yeah. your twenties? Yeah, twenty nine. Oh, see, there you go. You live this last year in your twenties. Awesome. Just enjoy it because uh, it goes so fast. But um, you know, you're a young guy. You've experienced a lot of success. You made a lot of money. You're making big connections. If you had to narrow down like all the success that you've achieved into like this one key is the thing that helped me do it. What unlocked success for Dylan? Uh, so for, for me, it's, it's, it's partnerships, strategic partnerships is, is really important. So just connecting with people, um, I'm, I say yes to everything. So I, you know, if someone's like, Hey, you want to come to this event? I just say, I just say, yes, like I, I'm just there, even if I'm not speaking at the event, you know, or I, like I'm just, I'm going, I'm just saying yes to whatever. So, uh, that's it. And then, uh, through that relationships, networking come strategic partnerships and opportunities, but uh really just yeah that's really it it's just like getting really good at at i love people like dude i i just could hang out like you know we could i i I would enjoy talking with you for three four hours on here but um but that's it so for me i love people so for those that have been listening to my show for a long time they know that uh when i first started the show i always talked about my five keys to success i'm not going to go through all of them but the third key which was on the middle finger was knowing the right people. <laughs> and that helped me remember like this was about people. Uh, so you just illustrated that here for everybody that remembers me doing that early in my show career um, is that these strategic partnerships, you know, look at somebody like you who's made millions of dollars. You've done really, really well, even in your twenties. I mean, you, you're, I mean, you didn't even hit your prime yet, dude. Like you, you just wait, it's coming. You're going to even get even bigger and better, but to say, and to acknowledge, it's, it's the relationships. It's knowing these right people. I applaud you for figuring that out early in the process. So what is your, Dylan, what is your personal definition of the word success? Uh, so I'll, I'll give you the definition that I learned when I was 16 at the leadership program I, I mentioned earlier on, which is success is the progressive realization of a worthy, idea, uh, worthy ideal. And uh, really that just means that it's, it's in, it's like endless pursuit of something, <laughs> which, which, you know, I'm, I, if you're successful, if you're making progression towards something. Um, so I think that uh, Earl Nightingale coined that particular phrase. That is his definition of success. If you want to listen to something awesome, for the listeners out there go to YouTube, look up the strangest secret, the strangest secret. It's Earl Nightingale. It's only about, I don't think it's not even 30 minutes. It's certainly not an hour, but it's his writing on the strangest secret. And he'll talk about 
his definition of success, the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. And by the way, Dylan, I'm 195 episodes into this and you're the first person to give me that definition. You're mm-hmm. the first person ever to say that. And I immediately recognize it because I'm a big fan of Earl Nightingale and Napoleon Hill, et cetera. As a matter of fact, the last guy, well, the first guy I interviewed today was Don Green, the president and director of the Napoleon Hill Foundation. Yeah. So I just had him on the show. He was, uh, I guess, two episodes ago now, but it was this morning. <laughs> I recorded it this morning. So uh, so now with the definition of the progressive realization of a worthy ideal as the definition of success, do you think and do you consider yourself to be successful? So uh, the two part answer per that definition. Yeah, 100 percent. I'm I am on I am constantly striving towards worthwhile things. Um, but right. Uh if I look out in the marketplace, I look out on the landscape, I look at people like, I mean, even you, right? It's like, I'm like, there's so many people that are so freaking successful, so cool, so talented. And I'm through, uh, through, you know, comparison, right? Comparison is the thief of joy, but through comparison, I uh, will never feel successful. And I think that's the same with most people with social media is we're always looking ahead and never really like at the current thing or behind to realize how far we've come. So now, what is your one piece of advice for entrepreneurs? We got a lot of entrepreneurs listening. They're listening to you going, holy crap, this dude made millions of dollars selling animals. And now he's got this agency and he's been sharing stages with some of the most amazing up and comers and and thought leaders right now. What is your one piece of advice for all these people listening? What would you say? You got to do this. Uh, It's it's showing up and being consistent. Uh, You know, we all have the, we all have the, the things that are vices or whatever it is, you know, for me, there's literally periods in my, in time in my life, like my adult life where I spent weeks in bed, I would order a pizza, roll it to bed, grab the pizza from go back to bed and just be on my computer, like watching Netflix or YouTube or whatever. And, um, and there was something that happened actually, uh, during COVID that cha- I think really changed my trajectory and made things happen a lot faster, which, uh, I was eating these in, in, in Nevada, uh, weed's been legal for years. So I, I would eat these little freaking pucks. They're like the gummies and you get like a little jar of them. And I would eat them during, during COVID. And I was just like doing nothing sitting around. And when I was like, what the heck am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? And I just like threw them out. I haven't literally have not touched weed in since, since then, which was years ago. And, um, and I just, it, you know, I'm way more motivated. I feel way more clear, clear. And I'm just showing up, putting in the work. Like, you know, I put in probably collectively over the last three and a half years, probably 70 hours of work per week on average. (laughs) And, uh, you can't, you can't outpace that. Like no one's going to outpace me on that trajectory. And that's the same with anyone. I don't care what your IQ is. I don't care what your background is. I don't care how poor, how smart, how rich, how ugly, whatever you are. If you're putting in more time than the other person, you're eventually going to beat them. So show up, be consistent, make those strategic partnerships and pick a worthy ideal goal, a worthy goal and make some progressive, progressive action towards that. I think, I think your messaging, Dylan, is, uh, is very wise for a man of 29. I mean, I'm, I'm 48, so it's not like I'm ancient or anything, but I, I, I see a lot of wisdom in this. I also applaud your parents for sending you to that camp at 16 years old. I mean, I've got my son's 23, my daughter's 21. And I think, man, I I didn't start my first company until I was 35. So I 
like I'm only 13 years into this, but that's pretty late in the overall scheme of things. Most people like you, you know, you started right out of college. Um, I applaud your parents, your dad for recognizing, you know, mom and dad for recognizing the need to go to something like that. And for the parents out there that have the opportunity to send their kids to something like that. Now, look, look at what we're talking to. This dude is is killing it. And he did it because it had a basis, a foundation of learning core values, learning the goal setting, time tech, you know, time management techniques and Earl Nightingale at 16 years old. Dude, I didn't know who that dude was. I didn't know what that was. Nightingale. What is it? What is a nightingale? I don't even know what that means. At 16 years old, I had no clue. It took me until I got into my 40s before I learned what this stuff is. So bravo, man. Big clap for you. Congrats on all your success and what you're doing. Love what you're doing. And uh, I really would love to be able to partner with you and do some other cool things because uh, I like I like I'd like to hack your audience, I'd like you to hack mine, like we could work out how to make that happen. But dude, uh, let's tell people how to get in touch with you. So you've got agencybox.com. Everybody can check that out, agencybox.com, and then also mindfulagency.com. So depending on what you need, if you're an agency owner, you need some help, go to agencybox.com. If you're a person like me, need personal branding help. Go to Mindful Agency, and you can follow Dylan on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or X. I guess nobody's really calling it X, but all those things, Dylan Vanus, that's D-Y-L-A-N-V-A-N-A-S, D-Y-L-A-N-V-A-N-A-S. Make sure you spell it right, find him. And then when you go look at me on Instagram, you're going to find that there's one video I did about Apple being a cult, and it's a response to one of his videos about the new iPhone. <laughs> so, so, Dylan... Thanks for being on the show, my man. I'm going to give you the last word before we sign off. It's all on you, man. Uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> and uh, go uh, if, if you've been listening for some time and you haven't bought in, 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 into any of Jason's products, go ahead and do that now. I don't know why I felt called to say that, but there's probably one person on the planet that will hear that and will feel called, feel called to purchase and, and actually work with you more closely. So, Thank you, man. We'll talk later. Wow. Well, there you have it. Another very successful entrepreneur about his journey to success that started off with sugar gliders. I mean, can you believe this? I mean, from flying squirrels to to agency, uh, to building an agency, to audience hacking, making millions of dollars. This is, this is the story of what's possible in the United States of America. This is the story of what's possible if you have the right mindset. That's what it all boils down to. Now, his strategic partnership comment, very, very important, because as you know, I've been teaching the five keys to success, which starts off with, you know, being passionate about it, being in the right place at the right time. And then the third thing is knowing the right people. Who do you know? Do you know the right people? Are you connecting with the right people? Make sure you connect with people like Dylan. You can find him on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of these places at Dylan Vanus. That's D-Y-L-A-N-V-A-N-A-S. So make sure you check that out. And uh, I love the fact that he's the first person in almost 200 episodes to ever give the Earl Nightingale's definition of success, which is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So thank you, Dylan, for being on regrets for all your to all your success, man. Thank you for sharing a little bit of that insight with me and my audience today. And for you as the audience member, you know, just remember this. You're only going to be as good as your mindset allows you to be. So change your mindset if you want to be better. That's what happened to people like him. It's what happens to people like me. It's what's going to happen to people like you. If there's anything I can do for you, I've got a mastermind called the Exeter Club for male entrepreneurs. I've got one-on-one -on -one coaching that I provide for male entrepreneurs as well. So if you're a male entrepreneur doing somewhere between 3 and $10 million or more 
and revenue. I'm your guy. I can help you do something called live the exit lifestyle through my exit without exiting methodology. If you want to check that out, go to therealjasonduncan.com. Look around, follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Actually, I don't, don't follow me on Twitter. I don't, I don't care about that. But Instagram and LinkedIn and YouTube, those are three places that I'm at, at The Real Jason Duncan. Please make sure you tune in again next week when I talk with yet another very successful entrepreneur about his or her journey to success. Until then, as always, I'm The Real Jason Duncan, and Jesus is King. Attention business owners. Attention business owners. Feeling burnout from running your business? Uncertain if you're nearing burnout? Take our free 10-question business burnout test at businessburnouttest.com to discover where you stand. With just 10 quick questions, you'll learn how to immediately begin making changes to regain freedom and success. Cut your daily operations time in half. Improve your quality of life and prepare your business for your future exit without losing revenue or profit. Visit businessburnouttest.com now and take the test. Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with The Real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Follow Jason on social media at The Real Jason Duncan. See you again next time here on The Root of All Success. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.